professional wrestling fans to the PW Fan. The PW Fan is a pro wrestling podcast created by fans for the fans. And thank you for joining us. This is episode 82. Can you believe it, guys? We're almost at 100. I am your host, your grumpy old school wrestling fan, Collector Barber, singer and guitarist of Fall Bright. That's all one word, Fall Bright. Talk wrestling, Tim Gilbert. And I'm your host, the architect of Pro Wrestling Podcast, Funko Pop Collector, Booker Andy. I'm also your host, the No Selling Wrestling Indie Fan and Football Lover, Jeremy. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to start adding in Orioles fan, the best fucking baseball team on planet Earth. Mm. The Baltimore's. That's what I'm best talking team. about, boys. All right. Uh <laughs> let's see, let's see what we're talking about today on episode eighty two. All right, today we are gonna be talking about the WWE draft. Uh, the firm, uh, Andy, is it the firm deletion match? Is that what you meant to say? Yep. Or the final? Yeah, it's the, okay. firm no, it's the firm. It's the firm. Well, I hope well, it's, it's called fr- the firm deletion. Well, I hope it's firmly the last one that they ever do. And we're also going to be talking about <laughs> backlash and more. But first, please go to YouTube.com. Subscribe. Really helps us out. I don't even have to go into it again. But you know the drill. For anybody that you listen to podcast-wise, you want to go to that YouTube channel and you want to subscribe, bosses. All right? Uh, we got merch on ProWrestlingTees.com. As always, five different shirt designs total. Three PW Fan logo shirts, year one and two, and then an alternate year two. And then we also have uh, two different Booker Andy shirts with a Jeremy No-Selling Indie Fan Wrestling Jeremy shirt coming soon. We're getting that designed up for you guys. Uh, for all other social media, you look us up by at the PW Fan, where we kindly ask you to uh, friend request... Uh, uh, do all the things, MySpace, um, Friendster. Uh, <laughs> MySpace? <laughs> MySpace. Um, I said friend request, so I was like, Jesus, make me sound really good. <laughs> friend request us? Friend us request us. <laughs> Put us in your top eight. <laughs> MySpace. <laughs> Poor train. Um, yeah, all right, Andy, I'm going to pass it over to you, man. We got a big show this week. It's going to be a fun one. All right. Well, since we missed last week, um, I wanted to talk about uh, before we get into Raw the you know new World Heavyweight Championship uh, that Triple H revealed. Um, there's actually a tournament starting for it tonight. Um, it's actually on right now on Raw, and they showed the bracket beforehand and just give the viewers a little taste. So they're going to start with um, Triple Threats. Two triple threats from guys from SmackDown, two, two triple threats from guys from Raw, and then it will become one-on-one from from there on out. I personally like the look of the New World Heavyweight Championship. It looks like the classic big gold, but with a big old WWE big logo. I like it better, though, than the other belts that like Roman has, so there's that. Oh, yeah. I think so, you? too. Tim's, I feel like, is conflicted. I'm a no, no. I'm in the middle still. But. I, I'm a big belt guy. I, I am very. I would say, Jeremy, you and I are probably on the same page. Where this is very much an improvement, like way improved yeah. from the ones that Roman has. However, my question is, why not just use the big gold? But other than that, <laughs> it's cool. Like I don't, I don't have any. It? I don't think it's ugly. I don't think. 
I think it's kind of silly that it has a giant WWE logo plastered on the front of it. But other than that, it's a pretty yeah. cool. It's a pretty cool belt. Because when you're Do going you think to it's... the airport and you're carrying it, people got to know that it's <laughs> WWE. Duh. Do you think it's like their brand guidelines now? Like WWE is like on all championships, we have to have a huge logo. I wouldn't doubt Gigantic it. logo. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, will say yeah. none of the old wrestling belts look like that. Like the the logo would be on there somewhere, usually at the top or like near the top of the center plate. Or it would say the names the spelled out like World Wrestling. Yeah. Right. But now yeah. it's just like god damn, it's like we want you to know what it is. It's like, all right, well, here it is. I mean, honestly, the though, US the championship AD, has a little one. The AEW belt it's kind of similar. I mean, it's just like gigantic in the middle. It just says AEW and like mm-hmm. rhinestones yeah. and yeah, it does. raised gold. So it's not, it's not like they're the only people to do that. You know, uh, Ring of but Honor with that, has it has the big yeah. ROH across the front. But with the AEW yeah. one, it it's the same color gold. So it kind of you know yeah, camouflages in, in. Yeah, with it. Yeah, I think it's also just for like marketing reasons. Like it's easy to sell that to like everyone. I get it. Well, and yeah, get and that's it. The thing. I don't like it, but when you're yeah. and that, uh, the big thing now with the belts is the is the figure is not the figure what it basically is, but it's the the action figure toy sales. So when the kid is going down, I understand it. For me, as like nostalgia and an adult, like when I see the big gold, I'm like, oh shit, this is like beautiful history. Like I love it. However, when you're a little kid going down the the target aisle, you see the belt, you're going to want to have that big WWE logo on there. It's just like through a kid's mind, yeah. you know, it's like WWE, oh, I get it. They want to sell. I mean, the most top, <laughs> the top selling belt of all time is the worst belt of all time, which is the John Cena spinner belt. Spinner. It's, oh, it's spinner. They kept it around for so long, even years after Cena wasn't doing that anymore because it sold so many toys i mean it would be like getting rid of luke skywalker in the star wars action figure line even if you thought the figure was stupid it's like you need yeah it in there so to add what cm punk had that to add what you're saying though dad what you're saying yeah to add to what you're saying about the sales in the toy aisle say when we were kids we knew about that big gold because it was in you know wcw and stuff the kids nowadays that would be buying that don't know about the big gold they have no connection to it there was still there was true there was still that carryover from wcw so if you saw the big gold bell you still it wasn't far enough gone where you didn't you knew what it meant and you knew that it was the belt that like hulk hogan and sting and rick flair had and Ricky Steamboat and all those guys. So you like you knew what it was and why it was important. And then also Triple H made it feel very important and royal. He made it feel like it was like this is the real. That's title. what that evolution. Like, yeah, yeah. Like I don't know about you guys, but for there was a while where I almost felt like the World Heavyweight was like the main title. You know, it almost felt like more of yeah the big title. But then it kind That's of because of, like, I the, think that has to do with Raw though because. I, at one point, Triple H and Brock were both the champions on different shows, but that felt equal. Raw that was felt equal. Big, yeah. No, I get what you're saying though. Um, 
we got a big show though, so let's let's get into it. Um, round or I want to say round two, but so the draft started on Friday, um, the previous Friday from the role that we're talking about. Um, so this is actually the second night that we're going to cover of the draft. Um, so I'm going to try to go through everything quick because it's a lot of rounding off names for certain things. And so Raw opened up with draft night number two, round one. Um, go through really quick. And before we get started, all the names that I'm saying now, everything's in effect now that backlash is over. Um, so round one, uh, SmackDown Women's Champion Rhea went to Raw. Uh, Austin Theory, United States Champion to SmackDown. Seth Rollins to Raw. Charlotte Flair to SmackDown. Um, and I think, with that being said, I think on SmackDown beforehand, um, all of Imperium went to Raw. So I think Intercontinental Championship and United States Championship switched switched brands. Um, yeah, they usually do that, right? Yeah. Um, we had a Paul Heyman segment um, where he talks about, you know, kind of the fate of the Usos and, um, you know, if Roman Reigns wanted the World Heavyweight Championship, he could he could take it. Um, and he said there's freaking people in the back running their mouths about Roman Reigns and freaking jokers and whatnot. <laughs> and obviously he's alluding freaking. to Seth, Seth Rollins. Freak. So then Seth Rollins comes out and he says he's going to win the championship and um, that Roman never beat him. And I guess technically, I mean, never beat him cleanly, at least, at the Royal Rumble two years ago uh, when he came out in, like, the shield gear. Um, yeah, that's right. It wasn't a clean win. Or I don't think he ever, I think, did he pass out? Was it, like, a submission and he, like, didn't tap and he didn't get pinned, I think? I think it was something like that. I mean, he still lost either yeah. way, but. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't it feel like the, this title is kind of, like, not it's like because no one else can beat Roman, they're making a new title, which doesn't feel like it's an actual, like credible yeah, title yet. Yeah, Roman's a part-time Scott. Roman's become like Brock back in the day, which is like kind of the reason they made the Universal title. Right. Yeah. In a way, it is you know? weird. Yeah. Uh, I was think I was thinking about this with Roman. Like Roman's main event career slash title reign has been longer than like some people's whole. Like WWE, like big run. Like Brock's original run was only like two years uh, before he came back. The Rock, if you think about it, dude, The Rock was only like the guy, like the main guy for like three. Oh yeah, and same with Austin, years. dude. And like in that time, like Roman's like doubled some of those guys' careers, you know. Plus his title reigns, but yeah, well, Roman's like, coming up as on a thousand days. Wild. Yeah, he's coming up over on thousand days, and yeah, so gonna, um, I've been watching. I was gonna, I was gonna say, it seems like he hasn't been around long enough to do the part time thing. But then, if you think about it, he's probably in total been around longer. And I'm not talking about twenty years of them being like alive and like I'm talking about in the ring wrestling. Like he's probably been doing it longer than some of those guys. Like. At the, at the WWE level, so it's weird. It's crazy. Um. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, real quick. If now that Roman's on SmackDown permanently, it's like who can he go against that he hasn't already dominated? And some of the names are like 
Sheamus. Um, they can do, I guess, Lashley getting a crack at him again. Um, but I would, uh, I would, hit, you know, hit myself if I didn't mention that AJ Styles is back. Uh, that was the previous SmackDown that we didn't get the cover. AJ Styles is back, and the entire OC is now on SmackDown. AJ and Roman have not had a feud with the Tribal Chief Roman. I don't know if you all realize that. That's right. Yeah, it was before he only was had that. the yeah he only had the feud with Roman pre-pandemic, so they could do that. And they and those matches were bangers. So yeah, that would yeah. be some good stuff. Um, I mean, I don't think AJ would win, but they could make a good feud out of it and some good matches yeah, they could, for sure. They could get AJ. I mean, it's kind of like AJ to me is kind of like Shawn Michaels now, like in that the ending Put of him Shawn anywhere. Michaels. Well, the ending of Shawn Michaels' career, it's like kind of like you knew he was like those last five years. You knew he probably wasn't gonna like win the belt, but you knew that he was gonna have great matches with everybody. You know, like or that's kind of the title picture, like against Jericho. Like, and... Yeah, or like Cena, but like in your head, you're like he's not gonna win, but like it's cool that he's there. Yeah, yeah. but they. I they, would always root. They I would always root for Shawn to win. Oh yeah, it never happened. Um, but yeah, let's, let's keep pushing forward. Um, so with that Paul Heyman segment and Rollins coming out, uh, we get solo versus Rollins set for, I believe the main event of the show, uh, round two of the draft comes up, Sammy and Kevin Owens to roll. And just like with any other draft people, you know, get drafted and they, most of the time, half of them stay on the show they were already on. Uh, so Sammy and Owens to roll. Even though it doesn't matter because they're a champion on both shows. Uh, the Usos to SmackDown, Judgment Day to Raw, and the LWO to SmackDown. Um, Brock Lesnar interrupts round three of the draft at the start. Uh, Adam Pierce calls out security to come out. Cody Rhodes' music hits, and Cody attacks from behind. He actually busts Brock open with uh, Hang on. his punch. Hang on. Yeah. Adrenaline. <laughs> In my soul, did you know my dad was Dusty Rhodes? <laughs> All right, sorry. <laughs> Just had to do it real quick. Security, security holds Cody back, and uh, that segment is pretty much over. So then they finally get to round three. The women's tag team champions Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez to Raw, Asuka to SmackDown, New Day minus Big E to Raw, uh, and the Brawling Brutes to SmackDown. We also have round four. Trish Stratus the Raw, which is surprisingly that they actually had her be like an active yeah. superstar. They drafted her to Raw, Karen Cross to SmackDown, Shayna Baszler and Ronda to Raw, and then LA Knight to SmackDown. Do LA Knight versus Roman. I don't give a shit. Just put my yeah, in the I'll title picture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, Tim likes him now too. I'm into him now. We had Miss TV. We had Miss TV with Shinsuke Nakamura, who uh, returned uh, recently, and two guys, two guys, two guys I'm not into. Uh, <laughs> round five of the draft, you'll be into this one: Ricochet and Braun Strowman to Raw. Um, Shotzi to SmackDown. Tim says who? Bronson Reed to Raw, and then Pretty Deadly uh, from NXT to SmackDown. Their tag team. If you guys didn't know them, they were in NXT UK. 
tag team champions over there for over a year and then came to NXT and were champions until the New Day beat them for them. I hate them as a... They're a very hateable character, I'd say. Not that they're bad wrestlers. <laughs> they're just... their gimmick. They um, are decent wrestlers. Yes. Uh, the Judgment Day had a segment. They uh, talked about their upcoming matches at Backlash. Boos for Dominic were so loud he couldn't even talk. It took what felt like forever. You, if you remember, like yeah. Roman Reigns after he beat the Undertaker the night on Raw, like He's a it felt hippie. like that. Yeah. God damn, dude, it <laughs> is rough. Because the same thing I think he... happened on SmackDown. Um, this this Yo, Sm- SmackDown See, was worse because they were in Puerto Rico. In Puerto Rico, but, yeah. But it's gonna be best case scenario because now if it catches on. Every town he goes to, the crowd's going to be like, fuck this guy. We're going to boo him as hard as we can, just like last week's show did. So that it's going to be... Oh, yeah. No, that's what that's what's happening so far. Yeah. Um, the LWO comes out for a mixed tag. We have round six of the draft. Alpha Academy to Raw, Rick Boogs to SmackDown, Katana Chance and Caden Carter from NXT to Raw, and Cameron Grimes. Finally. Um, he's been off of NXT because... They've been waiting for something uh, storyline-wise for him. Uh, but he is now going to be on SmackDown, has his first match this coming Friday against Baron Corbin. Um, and he actually lived right down the road from the Hardy Boys or right next door or something like that, and he trained with them for a little bit when he was younger. Did he really? Yeah, they're both from the same uh, backyard, oh. literally. Um, so let's get into Dynamite. Dynamite opened up with Adam Cole and Roderick Dude, this Strong. Show, teaming this up. show was not good this week. I'm just getting into it. Like, right <laughs> you know there. why? You know why? Because they're in Baltimore. CM Punk they're wasn't. in Baltimore. <laughs> CM Punk wasn't there. No, but yeah. Also, because it was in uh, in Baltimore, and every every Baltimore show they they fuck us over. God, and guess God. what? We're not we even. It's a one show, and we learned our lesson. In Baltimore, how ah, you sick freaks out there will never find us. <laughs> Well, you know what's funny? I I don't know if you remember me mentioning this to you guys. This is literally because we went on the fourth of May last yeah. year, and they had this on the third. It's literally, I guess, that's how their kind of schedule is. They just kind of rotate the same. Yeah, it's like every year. For those who be don't, in May. for those who don't know, and I'm just gonna put it out there, Tony, it's okay to admit it. You hate Baltimore. Just it. You <laughs> you give us shit. Every single time, yeah. yeah, you don't you don't have to come out before the show and be like, "This is the be the greatest show ever," because we know it's not. Well, this is All what's right, funny is that the firm deletion match on Rampage. Obviously, they had to just watch it on a screen sitting in the stands. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was their. That's main why you don't do those anymore when there's people in the arena. <sighs> yeah. All right, so let's let's get through this show of Dynamite. Adam Cole, Roderick Strong teamed up with Orange Cassidy and Bandito against the JAS. Uh, this was Roderick Strong's first match um, on AEW, or in AEW, I should say. Uh, winners were Adam Cole's team. Uh, Cole, right as soon as the pin happens, Cole runs to the announce table and takes out Jericho before they get separated. Uh, we had Brian Danielson uh, in the back with the Blackpool Combat Club. Change your name. Um, claiming that he's better than Bret Hart ever was, any wrestler before him, and the be- and he's the best <laughs> in the world today. Yeah, this was not his best um, work, I'm going to be honest with you. 
I, I just I just didn't believe it. I wasn't feeling it. I gotta feel it. Well, and everyone's an amateur is his new thing. Because you know amateur. damn you know damn well he loves Bret Hart. He's like, yo, Bret Hart. <laughs> yeah. Without saying Bret Hart's name, I mean everyone knew who he was talking about, but um, yeah. Hikaru Shida returned to AEW during a, a match with the Outcasts, and it looked like that she was going to turn on or turn and join the Outcasts, but she tricked them and ended up taking them out, actually. Uh, Andy, I like how your notes is like says, join the Outcasts, question mark, and it says she tricks them. Because as it was happening, I was like, I was like, <laughs> Hikaru Shida had turned heel, and then, and then she switched. I was like, question mark? I was like, yeah. <laughs> question mark. Like, question no. Um, we have a, uh, maybe you guys can understand this. The open house, which is basically an open challenge for the House of Blacks, trios titles. It's like they say it's like has its own rules, but its rules just sound the same as any other match. They just like set in a way of basically like, don't be a bitch. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't really understand it. But we had a Trius Battle Royal after that. Um, was this for a shot at the Trius titles? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Um, I mean, I was just glad to see the House of Black back on TV because they, they won the titles and then weren't on TV for like two, three weeks. Yeah, they haven't weeks. done too much. Not surprising. Um, I think so this Trios big, Battle Royal. I, go I on. Think sorry. My big, no, it's just like this is the stuff with AEW that I'm talking about. It's like... House of Black comes back, they win the trio's title, they disappear. It's just like, some of the stuff just sometimes, and I know we joke around on the show, and we always always are busting Tony balls and stuff like that, but some of it really does genuinely feel like a mess. Do you guys ever get that vibe? Like, it just feels disorganized. Like, you're like, what? Well, if if you watch the new episode of Black Access... Did you see the new episode of All Access, Jeremy? No. Why yeah. do they talk I mean, about Tony that? Khan has, Tony Khan has his like schedule. It's just like he's like, all right, he's like, you're here. He's like, and then we're gonna have you two months later talking to Savior Kabar. He's like, you're gonna be doing stuff here. <laughs> it's just like what? It's like what the hell's going on with them? Like within these two months, I don't know. It's just random. Yeah. It, it looks like like someone who is learning how to book a show right now. Yeah. That's like exactly how it feels. Yeah, it's uh because he's never done it. His, I was just like, I was like trying to read it. I was like, he's like, so we got you doing something here, and then in a month, yeah, you'll do something here. And I was just like, what? And I was like, why are you showing this on TV right now? Yeah, it was weird. Um, I yeah. still like the show though. Outside, uh, yeah, I think I still think it's pretty cool. Maybe that's a, um, it's a good thing. Maybe he's showing too much that he doesn't even under realize how much he is showing. You know, it's like, there's no way that that would be in, like, a WWE show. You know, like, the mess of no. this. First yeah. of all, they or they would have it scripted record. out as, like... Well, they don't even let you know, people in like, the... Like, this is what you're doing. They've never even let people in the booking meetings. Every documentary, like, ever, they kick him out of the room, like, right before it starts. Yeah. So Yeah, they showed that one part where they're, like, in the beginning, and they're like, you guys gotta go. Yeah, and then they'll and be like... Left. They'll be the in there for thing... a second, and then they'll always be like, you gotta go. Yep. The only thing they've remotely showed when it comes to like a show is like the lineup of segments for that night. Yeah. Like other than that, you don't you don't see anything. 
Yeah, unless it's like a leaked like, photo. He's like, "Whoa, let me show you!" Like right to the camera. <laughs> <Yeah. Sammy. laughs> apparently, 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 Tony Khan's dysfunctional brain—he just puts on blast for everybody to see. God. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's move continue on. Um, we, so after the House of Black thing, we had a Trios Battle Royal. It was the the acclaimed with Billy Gunn, QTV. Dark Order, Lucha Brothers and Vikingo, Butcher Blade and Kip Saban, and then Varsity Athletes. Winners were the Acclaimed and Billy Gunn. Do they get a title shot? I wasn't even paying attention, really. but We'll see, I guess. I would assume. Uh, Mark Briscoe gets some help on the chicken farm from Jay Lethal, Sanjay oh Dutt, my God. Jeff Jarrett, and uh, the big guy. This, this stuff was like usually I don't mind this stuff because I'm like okay with the comedy the part. Like overall, this is like, like yeah. this is like too goofy for me. Yeah, they we only love, did it because they were close to like Delaware and like I'll tell you Sandy what, Fork. We, we we love Mark Briscoe. And we'll, that's all we'll say. We'll just move on from that. <laughs> <laughs> MGF tries to coerce Jungle Boy before uh, their match. Um, MJF and Sammy Guevara in the main event versus Darby Allen and Jungle Boy. If Darby and Jungle Boy win, the double or nothing main event becomes a fatal four-way. Winners were Jungle Boy and Darby Allen. This is exactly what Tim was like. Too soon. So that is the main event at double or nothing. It's a fatal four-way of the pillars. It should be out of the four of them. It should just be... I'm just trying to think. It should just be Darby... And MJF. Yeah. I mean, why not just do, like, have MJF's reign going through all the pillars one but by the, one? Uh, yeah, because well, the other two, first of all, you're burning out, like, f- four matches right now. And then, or three additional matches. And then, also, it's Three like, additional feuds. Two of the guys just aren't ready. I'm sorry. It's not believable that Jungle Boy and Sammy would be in the title match, to me. Darby, I buy it. Yeah, Jungle Boy. To me, yeah, Jungle Boy. To me, it's like he needs so much work on the promo part. He's gotten better, but it's still kind of like when he starts talking, I'm like zoning out. Yeah, Sammy's fine. Darby's fine on the mic, even which is surprising because he's yeah, Darby's gotten actually the best. Yeah, out of all of them, like recently. Them. Yeah, and getting better. Yeah. Um. So let's get into SmackDown. That wraps up Dynamite. Um, SmackDown, you know, and I forgot to say my typical thing when there's a pay-per-view. These are all go-home shows for WWE. <laughs> uh, but SmackDown took place, and I think the same arena as the, the pay-per-view did. It's in... Yeah. Um, it was in Puerto Rico. And Jeremy, uh, I was wrong. They're, they are doing both triple threat matches for the tournament on Raw this week. Oh. he's out, yeah. Cody, Finn, and Miss. But we'll get into that next week. Um, I do like the bracket, though, what they're doing. So SmackDown, they're in Puerto Rico. Uh, LWO opens up the show, and Judgment Day comes out, which, like we mentioned before, Dominic gets basically booed out the building, and it's really hard for him to talk. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's a segment with Bianca Belair, and Damage Control comes out. Um, we have a Cody Rhodes segment where he describes Brock as uh, using the by using the term ga- uh, gatekeeper, uh, but he's really the just ga- out there to hype wait. up his match with Brock. G, hang on, wait, G A P E, gatekeeper, gatekeeper, 
Gatekeeper. Oh, gatekeeper. Okay, I thought you said gatekeeper. I was like, I feel like that's a different genre than we're we're, <laughs> we're not talking we're not talking about wrestling anymore. He's a gaping keeper, man. He keeps it gaping. <laughs> he keeps it gaping. All right. Anyway, All right, let's not go down that <laughs> road. <laughs> um, we had Shinsuke and Nakamura versus Karen Cross. Karen Cross has been going after Shinsuke recently. Um, but that doesn't matter anymore because Shinsuke is now on Raw. Uh, but when it was Shinsuke, that was his final match on on SmackDown that he came back for two whole weeks. Uh, also, no one cares about Karen Cross anymore. No, uh, he needs. I think Dutch Mantel or someone was saying that yeah. he, he needs like a redo. Or he's like, there's something about him that just doesn't work. Yeah, you know, he's like, there's Shaved nothing. There's nothing exciting about. Shaved his head. Yeah, get that. Give her that hair heat. <laughs> His hair, uh, he like beautiful said, hair, shaving it bald for a year. It came in Grimes backstage segment with Adam Pierce and Baron Corbin comes up. So we have Grimes's first match with Corbin set for next week. And I, totally I forgot Corbin was there. Yeah, we all should. We should just forget about him. They should forget about him. <laughs> uh, the main event in Puerto Rico was Rey Mysterio and Zelina Vega versus Rhea Ripley and Dominic Mysterio in a mixed tag match. Winners were Ray and Zelina. Dom and Finn attack afterwards, but Bad Bunny in a WWF jacket comes running out along with the LWO. I, I will say that Baron Corbin is kind of like the QT Marshall of... of It's just like, why is he <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's like, terrible. Why are you, it's like, why it's a are good you, comparison. But why are you on TV so much? There's literally no point of you being here. No offense. Uh, respectfully, no offense. Yeah. <laughs> no offense. You shouldn't have a job. <laughs> um, but that wraps up SmackDown. Before we get with peace, to with the... uh, with peace and love, I should say, instead of no offense, with peace and love. <laughs> you guys push. are both. Puzzle there's push. no. There's no reason for either one of you to be on TV with peace and love. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, in the nicest way possible, you should be gone from wrestling. So, I want you to be out of a job, <laughs> yeah. but also still support uh, your family, just not on TV. Go to Impact. Um, okay. <laughs> so before we get to uh, the main part of the show, which is Backlash, I want to touch on one thing on Rampage, which is the firm deletion match. Though there was an opening match of Vikingo teaming up with Lucha Brothers that. I'm sure there was some crazy stuff done during the match, but <laughs> I don't remember. Rampage, I kind of like zone out. Yeah, you know, they did some flips. The there was a couple flips here and there. Her come out of this, her <laughs> come out of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're just <laughs> risking their lives, and we're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. You know, he yeah. did a 450 here and there, and then there was some <laughs> sort of head scissor move, and then, you know. <laughs> Tim summed it up. Um, so the firm deletion match. All right, Tim, I don't know if you got a, a chance to see this terrible match, but, um, I saw the YouTube recap of it. Okay. Well, wow, that's, <laughs> which was put All together right, so by they, a non-official AEW account of a fan account. So <laughs> not official. Oh God, I love the Hardy boys, but, uh, okay. So. The firm show up to the compound. It's daytime. Vanguard one flies in front of them. Matt Hardy's a little holographic. 
I knew at this point Jeez. when the Vanguard one came up, I was like, "Well, this is bad already." I, I knew this. Was I not knew good. you'd come. Um, he talks about space and time, and then all of a sudden, it, there's a big flash, and they've been teleported to nighttime. So that's how it starts. <laughs> um, you know, I you know the weirdest thing is that Hook was in this match, and I was like, I forgot he was in this match. <sighs> Way to taint Hook. I think Hook yeah. wants to forget that he was in this match. <laughs> he didn't. Yeah, he didn't fit in at all in this. All right. Now I don't. The things I'm going to talk about. I don't know. Remember the order. It was just like thing after thing that happened over and over again. All right. So yeah. let's try to remember some stuff. They're just brawling. Give us the gimmicks. The give us the rundown of the gimmicks. Just go through. The it. brawling. The brawl outside. The brawling up against a tree. Two people are taking on <laughs> Big Bill. Um, Stokely Hath- Hathaway gets away eventually, and um, Maxwell wants to run him down at some point with his little toy tractor or like Jeep. And yeah. Stokely sells it. He ends up in uh, Matt Hardy's movie theater and gets attacked by a bunch of kids, right? Is that what ha- or it's, Yeah. Yeah, or his wife comes down or and starts yelling in Spanish. And then the dad comes up and. And tases him. Oh, yeah. The taser. Um, Tim's like, ah. Oh. Um, what else <laughs> happens? Isaiah Cassidy returns from an injury and does a swanton while everyone stands around. Hold on. He for does him. a swanton. But what does he do before then? He goes, uh. <laughs> Dude, it was. Wait, what? And why did he moan? He, 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 went, he, went, he went, uh. And Matt Hardy goes, Orgasmic Isaiah Cassidy. I knew you'd come. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't have. I can't make it up, dude. I, I can't make it up. He did it for like a good like two minutes. Like he was making that noise. <laughs> it was like slow motion. It's like that video online where the guy does it in people's ears in like grocery stores. Yeah. Yeah. Scream in my ear. So he does the noise and then swantons. <laughs> the shit. It's like everyone's staring at him for a good like a minute straight. Eventually, he gets taken to. Uh, oh, but hold on! Sorry, I forgot. He swantons, and then after he lands, he starts humping the ground. See a lot of the stuff. I think I blacked out. <laughs> and, he, and he blacked um, it out. Of his <laughs> I'm like, this is Jeff Hardy's what? Second match back. His first match. No, first he did a tag match. When? When? Last week. He returned and then he just he didn't he did a promo and then that was it. Really, I thought he tagged. Maybe he just did it. He just swanted on someone. Maybe he just did it like attacking. He swanted on when he came back. Like returned. Okay, that's even worse then. This is his first match back. <laughs> God. Uh, eventually, they get to like the the Hardy Boys uh, ring that's in like the big like warehouse there, and it's kind of where the match ends. Um, everyone basically does their finisher to Ethan Page, right? I think. Yeah. And and so now Matt Hardy and Isaiah Cassidy aren't a part of the firm officially. How was it? It's exhausting to think about. And that was it. Andy's tired now. 
<laughs> winner's, winner's team hardy. And he's like, and that's our show now. I'm done. All right, let's get into Backlash, which is a better <laughs> thing to talk about. All right, Backlash in Puerto Rico. Hot crowd. Very, very hot crowd. Crazy. Made, hot made crowd. the show very much enjoyable, just like when WWE goes to places that they are rarely at, like when they did at Clash of the Castle. And I'm sure yeah. what's going to happen at All In is everyone's going to be just... With more than 60,000 people who bought tickets, Tim. They're apparently at 60,000 right now, which is the number I said they would get to. At least, I guess. Uh, Tim told us it's beginner's luck. Beginner's God, if luck. we get Punk versus Jericho, though. Uh, I swear to God, if they're not get Punk versus Jericho. I sent that as a joke in our group chat. I think there's what about Punk know, versus chances. the Bucks? QT Marshall? Bared knuckle fight. I would take that. Watch that. <laughs> I'll take that over Jericho. In a backstage brawl, bare knuckle fight. <laughs> yeah. Sponsored by the muffin place that he was eating. <laughs> then Larry's at ringside. Yeah. <laughs> Missing tooth. Um. All right. So backlash. Uh, the opening match. Uh, was one of the best matches on the card. Bianca Belair so. versus Io Sky Raw Women's Championship. What was weird about this match is, man, Bianca was booed the whole time and Io was cheered the whole time. I don't know what happened. Yeah. I mean, I love Io Sky. I, I think she's great, um, but she's part of Damage Control and people were just not. And at one point in the beginning, Bianca Belair realized and she was like, "Okay, okay," <laughs> and Jesus. she didn't really play too much into it and like. <laughs> <laughs> um, but really good match. If I don't think Eos had a really good chance to shine since joining Damage yeah. Control, um, and so I have a feeling moving forward after seeing that match, f- fans in America and at these Raw shows and SmackDown shows or whatever probably are gonna cheer her a little more. But they've seen I what think, she yeah, can do after that match. Um, but it was a really good match. I didn't expect her to win. Bianca Belair retained. She's now the longest win, uh, running, longest reigning women's champion of the modern era. Yeah, that's really good. She's had it over a year now. Because uh, she won it. Kind of crazy. At yeah, against Becky Lynch. Previous re- uh, yeah, previous WrestleMania. Then she retained this WrestleMania, and then all the way to Backlash. All right. So winner was Bianca Belair. Crowd was hot. Crowd stayed hot basically the whole time. It's next match. Seth Rollins versus Omos. Omos has improved a lot. We've talked crap about him before. Um, <laughs> but this match, he... I mean, you're in like there with a guy like Seth Rollins, too. Seth Rollins made him look great. Yeah. Um, they played to the strengths of Omos. Um, you know, he did the whole dominating big guy thing and but Seth, with the the whole thing with Seth, you know, kind of has the experience, and he mm-hmm. um, he ended up coming out on top. But I actually enjoyed the match for once. I enjoyed an Omos match. Yeah, me too. I, I was like, oh, this is in the ring with you know someone that knows what they're doing at this stage. You know, he should have had this kind of match with AJ yeah. at, at the WrestleMania, but I don't think he was there yet. 
and she yeah, can only do so eat, much. She, 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 you know. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, this match was definitely like one of his best, I think. But for Omos, you know, some people said online that maybe Omos should have won because he already lost to Lesnar at Mania. But you know, Seth you also got, it, you know, yeah, you also got this um, stuff with Seth, who I'm saying is going the distance and will be the new World Heavyweight Champion. I think so. I think that's where they're headed. How about yeah. you, Tim? Do you think? Seth is gonna. Who would you say is gonna get that world heavyweight championship? <laughs> Just think about some of the main guys. I'll say this: Cody and Brock's feud isn't over. So don't. Cody's in the tournament, but don't make him be. He shouldn't win it anyways. No. AJ's in the tournament. Edge is in the tournament. Finn, Seth, Lashley. Out of the tournament, yeah, I think you're right. Seth is makes sense. I mean, Seth's on fire right now. Yeah, I think it'll be him and Edge in the uh, the final. Watch Balor win and then get hurt in the match, and they have to give it up the next day. (laughs) That would be literally the worst. Isn't it crazy? There's some Damn. guys that's like their time came and went, and it feels like it's too late now. Like, you know, how you just said, well, Cody shouldn't win the title anyway. Well, it's like then there's that. I think it happened with Drew. Like, his time came and went. And, like, once it comes and goes, it's gone. Balor had his big time. He won the title, got hurt. Things are just never the same again. I'm not saying they all get hurt. I'm just saying sometimes it's like their time comes. It's like they're crazy popular, and it's huge, and then it's gone. Wow. Yep. See, told you, Jeremy, if you're watching. Told you. Um, Told you. It ain't over. Oh, man. Look at this cut. Yeah. Brock's cut looks bad, but we'll get into that. Um, Yeah, so that just proves proves Cody and Brock isn't isn't done. And Brock has a new shirt. It says "Country Ass Kicking," and it's a skull with a cowboy hat on the front. <laughs> he looks yeah. like a superhero add, figure with. Add to brand. shirts I'll never wear or buy. Dude, that new Cody shirt is rough. <laughs> yeah, the new Cody shirt. What, what, what's Cody's shirt? It's him like a pilgrim. Like he has like with a dog, with his dog, and and he's stepping. It's a cartoon. He's stepping up on a uh, a rock like George Washington. But instead of the American flag, oh my god! Yeah, instead of the American flag, he's holding his symbol. But it's also mixed with the Puerto- <laughs> it's also mixed with the Puerto Rican flag. Jeez, oh, so it's no, for the backlash show. Yeah, it's uh, so bad. basically. Um. Okay. Let's yeah. Let's keep moving forward though. Um. So yeah, I think Rollins is destined. I think Rollins is destined to win the the championship. Um. Okay. Third match of the night was Austin Theory versus Bronson Reed versus Bobby Lashley for the United States Championship. Triple threats are weird. I say it every time. Um, but, you know, Bronson was kind of over during this match a little bit. Um, yeah. But I, I think it was good um, for the guys in it as well. It wasn't like the best match of the night or anything. But um, Austin Theory ended up retaining um, by kind of sneaking his way you know, for the for the pin. Um, 
So he is still your United States champion, and he is now on SmackDown. Uh, then we had Rhea Ripley versus Zelina Vega for the, um, I guess, SmackDown Women's Championship. All right, Selena, Zelina. Let's talk about Zelina. Um, nice moment for her. Yeah, nice moment for her. She came out in Puerto Rican colors and Puerto Rican flag colors, I should say. And she, <laughs> her arms were in this big Puerto Rican flag apparatus. Um, yeah, she got really cool. emotional. It's her first time wrestling in Puerto Rico. Her family was there. She, she dedicated her, her the match to her dad, who uh, was in the towers and Parish during 9-11. It was a whole emotional thing. Crowd was behind her. Um, I mean, I don't know if you, you know, the smart fan really thought that she was going to be winning, but um, yeah, they put up a, she put up a fight and I mean, it was no Charlotte versus Rhea at WrestleMania this past year, but um, it was. Good. I mean, it's still good because it was like, and Selena's like home country, yeah, and all yeah. or hometown. I mean, it's it's more about the story that was being told and the crowd being into it. So, yeah. Um, but Rhea That's Ripley uh, retained. All right, this was they considered this uh, the the co-main event, even though it wasn't before the main event. But. This should have been the main event, I think. But on the kickoff show, they did call this. It was a co-main event. Um, so, Bad Bunny versus Demi Priest. Imagine this fight. end of the show. I mean, it normally on a norm pay-per-view it shouldn't, but being in Puerto Rico, it definitely could have. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Bad Bunny versus Damian Priest, San Juan Street fight. Bad Bunny's entrance. Jeremy, you want to talk about that because you really liked it. I thought it was one of the best entrances of this year. I think it might be the best entrance this year. Like, maybe I don't know. Maybe we might have to see some of the bigger shows. But I, I actually, to me, that was an was amazing good. entrance. I thought it was good. It was cool. I mean, the whole crowd was singing his own song, and like, I mean, it turned into a concert for a good minute. In, I mean, I know yeah. he's like the most streamed like recording artist yeah. in the world. That's why I'm like, yo, man, they're they're chanting his real name, Bandita. Uh, yeah, Benito, and uh, I said Bandito, like he's from AEW. Um, <laughs> that's yeah, why i'm like i don't think people understand how big of a star bad bunny yeah. is like outside of i know like, he wrestling. is he's just like not in my playlist but yeah 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 but like he sells he can sell he out arenas just himself. this year didn't he yeah like he he he, made, he um headlined coachella one night one and two like no one ever does that but what's people, what i like for, about him people forget sorry, though, that, like no like i'm just saying like i feel like People get so wrapped up into like, oh, he's what is what in the in the United States, and it's like, dude, like, there's like a whole world out there that loves all kinds <laughs> right. of stuff that the U.S. doesn't appreciate. Like, that's what's awesome about Europe. I mean, you know, the people who listen to the show know I'm a music guy. Like, it's so weird. Like, in Europe and in South America and all these places, like the music charts will have like a pop song. So it'll be like the main number one song that'll probably be on the radio in America. And then all of a sudden, like three songs down, it'll be like a heavy metal song with screaming. And it's because they like appreciate like stuff differently than we do. And I think that like, yeah, like bad bunny is like one of those things that like, he's huge in the U S but I think he's even bigger in the rest of the world, especially South America. Yeah. There's more people there. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, and also I'll just say WWE with that drone shot too. Like they were using that throughout the show. I thought that was really really cool. I was wondering how they did the opening because they did the same thing on SmackDown when they went through yeah. from the well, outside. Imagine down. like the pressure for that guy who's flying yeah, the drone. Thinking that it's like it's live. Yeah, it's live, and he got like fly it through the arena. <laughs> yeah, like through that little doorway to where like you go to your yeah. seats. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to like clip that edge of the wall He's, or whatever. Like, sweating, like... <laughs> oh. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, both guys received, you know, their, the appropriate like responses from the crowd. Um, and WWE played Bunny's long, uh, music a little longer than usual because the crowd was so into it. Um, so it started off in the ring for a little bit. Vin, Vince was um, like, let it ride, let it ride a little <laughs> longer. Vince is probably like, what are they saying right now? He's like, but so I when, love when it. Priest was, when Priest was in <laughs> control, uh, you know, the crowd was booing him whenever Bad Bunny was in control or made a comeback. Everyone was cheering basically the whole time, as you would expect. And it went back and forth um, a couple of times. And it took them a little bit before they took advantage of, you know, the actual street fight and the weapons. Uh, this match was that's about the, like that's a really good match. long. It was like 30 minutes long. It was the longest match on the they show. They had a good... They had a good like six minute period where they had all those guys show up. Yeah, what I, I will say before we continue, what I like about Bad Bunny and different from other celebrities that come in is that he, one, he doesn't need this at all. Yeah, definitely doesn't. Two, he doesn't need it, and he's doing it for fun because he actually grew up a fan, and he's always liked wrestling. And he's taking bumps too. Like he'll take yeah. serious bumps. Yeah. So, I mean, I just, you know, I like that and I respect it when he takes it seriously because he actually respects the business. You know, it's cool. Yeah. Um, eventually, though, so they start using the weapons and the environment and they take it into the crowd and um, Damien Priest does his finisher to Bad Bunny through a table in the crowd off of, I don't know what he was standing on, but that spot kind of you know, basically killed Bad Bunny for a while. He was, yeah, you know, um, he was basically done by that point. But eventually they started working Damien's leg a lot, and that was kind of the story that was being told with him uh, for a while. Uh, I think it started when he went for a kick on the outside to Bad Bunny and Bad Bunny Duck, and he kicked the uh, the posts of the ring. With like his shin yeah. or whatever, um, so Dominic and Finn came out to interfere, and then uh, Ray would end up running down to make a save, uh, but he was taken down. And then uh, Carlito's music hit, and the, the crowd popped big for him. Uh, I went crazy watching it too. I was like, I miss Carlito. I mean, just just like at the Rumble, it showed up in a few years ago. Looks great still. Yeah. Um, Carlito's jacked now too. Yeah, he's huge. Uh, so then Ray and him uh, cleared the ring of the Judgment Day, who then ran and started heading towards the back, uh, but they were cut off by Salvio Vega, um, who the crowd again popped for him. Now, legend. I, I was too young. I know he's a legend. I don't remember watching too much of him. Uh, didn't he have like an Intercontinental Championship run? Mm-hmm. 
Yes, you yeah. did. Tim, you would you as the old school wrestling fan would know more if you want to mention <laughs> anything he's done or who he feuded with. Uh, no, Savio. If you were Austin, he had a feud. Yeah, that's a good memory. Yeah, he had a feud with Austin. He was really big during the new gen era, um, and I think he was in not the Nation of Domination. He's in a. He was in a faction. Here, I'll pull the Jamie Andy while you continue. I'll find out. He was back then. the The whole gang war thing was very big, kind of like how it was. It was in AEW for a while. There was like all these factions. So uh, Savio Vega was a part of uh, one of something like that. Let me let me find it. Well, he he got um, he got a dismissal from the Nation of Domination, and he ended up forming his own faction, Los uh, Bariquas. Los Bariquas, yeah, Los Bariquas. That's what it was. Um, I was about to say, was he part of Taker's like Bone Skull crew? I mean that that was a behind the scenes, you know. Um, yeah, fact, the, the bone, like, group the like bone, the click. That the, yeah, what was it? Is that what it was? Bone skull? I don't think it was bone skull. Bones crew. No, it was, it was uh the BSK, bone skull crew. Oh BSK, yeah, that's right. Um, because he has the, he has the tattoo, but I'm looking up the stable, and it was Sabo Vega. I mean, I feel bad. I don't know any of these guys. Um, Miguel Perez, Jose Estrada Jr., and Jesus Castillo. But he Andy's actually our uh, Spanish affiliate. He did excellent pronunciation. On those. Hey, you don't want to hear me Spanish, right? You don't want you don't want to hear me say those those names. It'd be awful. <laughs> Dude, I say the Japanese names. I say the Spanish names here. No, Annie's all everything for. I us. take the risk. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so Savio Vega, yeah, comes out, blocks him like, off. His name was and, Angelios. Um, <laughs> and the LW comes out, but uh, so Balor and Dominic take a beating, and then they're ran off. Uh, which then Bad Bunny puts on the figure four leg lock onto uh, Priest, who has that injured knee that they've been <clears throat> working. Uh, he didn't win the, with a submission, so he ends up grabbing his steel chair and started just whacking on Priest with it. Pretty hard, as actually, is what it looked like. Uh, but in the end, he, surprisingly enough, did a Canadian Destroyer, uh, which ended up getting the win and big pop for for him in Puerto Rico. Fans loved it. They ate it up. Um, any other thoughts on the match before we get to Sami Zayn? And I mean, I thought that was a pretty good match too. But yeah, it, it, I think the other ones kind of out, outperformed it, especially Bad Bunny before that. Um. All right. Weird, so the next match weird, was weird, weirdly the Bad Bunny match was like the most exciting match on the card. Yeah, that's why I said it should have been the main event. Yeah, I mean, um, I definitely say it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. One, because I don't care for Damian Priest, and two, because Bad Bunny is yeah. a technical, you know, technically a wrestler. Um, so after that, we had the Usos and Solo Sokoa versus Riddle and Sami Zayn and Owens. Um, past couple of weeks, they've been kind of hinting at, you know, Solo might have to take out the Usos if they don't. Um, start winning or 
You know what I'm saying, Jeremy? Like, Heyman keeps, like, hinting at it, and Solo keeps, like, yeah. being conflicted with it. They had a moment during this match, too. Yeah. So, um, yeah, during the match, Jay and uh, Solo, you know, they begin to have some communication issues and talk a little shit to each other uh, before Z- Sammy um, knocks Solo off the apron with a halluva kick. Uh, he nails Jay with another kit, but Solo saves his brother. Um, and then after that, he almost purposefully, uh, Solo almost hits Jay with a Samoan spike, and they kind of just stare at each other, and it starts yeah. an argument. Um, uh, but, you know, despite all the tension, Solo ended up getting the pin for the team, which, I mean, I thought Riddle, Sammy, and Kevin were going to win. But it makes sense yeah, so for this storyline with the bloodline, and because the whole thing is, you know, Roman hasn't talked to the Usos since their loss at Mania. I think that's that's what they're they've been saying lately, because um, he's just mad at them for losing the titles. Yeah, a little overbooked, but that's what you get with a six man tag match. But still a good match. Uh, yeah, you know, Sammy and Kevin are still over. So it still feels weird to me to have Riddle in this, but I know he's a part of it. Yeah. Well, hopefully he'll just be done with this whole thing. Um, yeah. Let's get to the main event, which was Rhodes versus Lesnar. Um, Can I just say Cody's match. entrance? A bloody match. Yeah, bloody, bloody match, match. for once. Um, it started off. Cody's. Came, what was that? I was gonna say for Cody's entrance, that whoa part in a song is getting so over. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah, I um, love, you know what? Especially uh, the part I love the most is where he goes, adrenaline in my soul. <laughs> and then I love the part where he goes, did you know my dad was Dusty Rhodes? <laughs> that part is a Sorry, I shouldn't have brought it up. Yeah, thanks, Jeremy. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, um, <laughs> so Cody comes out, Brock comes out, and when Brock is still by uh, on the floor, Cody does a, a suicide dive. Um, yeah, before Brock even gets in the ring and continues to attack Bro- Brock, uh, with the ring steps and a steel chair, the bell hasn't even rang at this point. Um, but once they got in the ring, uh, Cody, you know, stayed on him, did, I think they're called disaster kicks. He did two of them in a row, but on the third one, that's the one he like jumps off the ropes and then does like a, a kick, right? Yeah. Disaster kick. Yeah. Uh, so he did two of them, but by the third, you know, of course, Lesnar called him and hit him with a German suplex. Now, this was one of mm-hmm. at least ten suplexes. I think so. In some case, in some type of form. So yeah, Brock ta- he takes him suplex city with Germans, regular suplexes, belly to bellies, um, and this lasts for you know a little bit of match. Um, and during one of the final suplexes for him, he. Uh, Cody grabs the the pad on the turnbuckle and exposes the turnbuckle mid suplex. Um, I'm trying to think of the order of things that happened, but Brock is thrown into it. Oh, uh, so Andy, Brock goes to attack Cody. Cody basically, but just in case, Andy, I think the people will forgive you that you don't remember every single spot in the match that happens. <laughs> but there's, there's you're you're batting you're batting nine out of ten. You're doing pretty good. <laughs> I took t- t- <laughs> a lot of the spots because I was writing this while I was watching. So, 
Um, and he's like, yeah, Cody first, they lock up. Second, he throws it into the <laughs> turnbuckle. <laughs> well, I want to give some more detail on the main event. No, you're the and best. I actually that's, enjoy why, this that's, that's why you're the you're the, the, the host, the host host. Jeremy and I um, just chime in when we need to. <laughs> thank you, boys. Yeah. Uh, so I'm sure we'll talk about this before we get to the actual finish, but Cody ducks out of the way and Brock hits its head on the turnbuckle. Brock's now busted open and slams his head. into. I mean, he had to have done it the hard way, right? Yeah, he did. Bleeding. That that, that cut also, that cut is not also like when you blade, it's like usually it's a, like a small one. This one was like straight down his forehead. I mean, it didn't look like Brock blocked it. You know, I even rewound because I was like. Did he use fake blood? I was like, how did it just, like, bust open like that? Yeah. And, you know, before we started recording, Jeremy, um, I said to you, I was like, what if it didn't work? What if he smashed his head and it just didn't bleed? Right. Because apparently the spot was planned for the bleeding, but... Is, uh... I'm just curious. Is Rewind still... Is I know Fast Forward is, but is Rewind still a term? Or do people just say, like, I went in reverse... (laughs) Go back. Like, I just went back. Dude, yeah, I went back. Like, it's like. I mean, people, you can say rewind, but if but rewound, do, you, do do people? But do people understand what rewind is for all the young people that might <laughs> know what a VHS tape is? Well, dude, I mean, is it just me or do I mean? I feel like you say people say fast forward more than rewind, but yeah, I yeah, I'm they definitely gonna, do. You know what I also say all the time? I'm like. Oh yeah, dude! Like someone's like, "Did you watch this?" I'm like, "Nah, not yet, but I taped it." I always say I tape stuff. <laughs> like it's I think it's just because you're older than us. Yeah, I say yeah, record, I, but I definitely I say yeah, fast I forward. It. I mean, I think everyone says fast forward, but no one really I say, says bro, rewind. I, I say, bro, I got that song on disc. Oh <laughs> well, look, Zoe Stark. So Zoe, speaking of Zoe Stark, got drafted from NXT. Um, okay. we have no idea who that is. Yeah, because you guys don't watch NXT. I watch everything. <laughs> maybe they make you too. Maybe when they make a good show, we'll start watching. She's a great wrestler. <laughs> She's a great. AEW's lucky. Um, AEW's lucky at this point. We have to. It, it helps add something to the show, so we're not yeah. only reviewing WWE. <laughs> but they've had me a few times where I'm like, I know, I might, I can skip a few weeks. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um, this draft had more NXT wrestlers drafted than any other draft previous. I'd say. Probably because of Triple H, then. Yeah. Um, and the people they picked are are really good, especially JD McDonough. I can't wait. Oh, and rumor on him, Jordan Devlin. He used to be Jordan Devlin. Balor trained oh, him. Okay. Uh, Balor trained him, but there's rumor that they might be adding him to Judgment Day, which would be so easy to tell that story of him joining because Finn trained him in Ireland. Yeah, and I'd, he'd be awesome. You don't you He's don't bet say, against yeah, against the I Irish age. He said, I trained this lad, and then he's going to say, yes, he did train me. And then there's going to be two of them. Well, a while ago, when NXT UK was a thing, they had a pay-per-view, um, and um, Jordan Devlin was supposed to have an opponent. It was a mystery opponent, and then Balor ended up surprising uh, the crowd and showed up over at NXT UK. Oh, that's right. And, and that faced was a him. banger. It's a good match. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was when NXT was good. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, 
So, um, <laughs> there was a time. So now he goes under the name J.D. McDonough ever since he came to NXT in America, and he was drafted to Raw as well as Judgment Day. So, yeah, Jordan Devlin McDonough. No, that's because his real name is Jordan Devlin. That's because his real name is Jordan Devlin. They had the whole whole, uh, thing when he came to NXT that you can't have any of, like, your real name, and his real name is Jordan Devlin. Oh, that's right, yeah. So they had to change it. That's so stupid. Could have picked an easier name to say, but... You might know me as Prince Devin, but soon you will know me as Finn Balor. So Brock Brock got busted open, um, and it poured down his face. It did. They didn't stop it either. After a JBL chair shot. Um, (laughs) But Cody Cody hits two crossroads, and he goes for a third, but Brock hits an F5. Um, Brock then also hits a Kamara lock, which Cody rolls up into a pin, and Cody gets the win. I wasn't sure where this was going as I was watching the match. I don't like that ending. Cody should have won. Yeah. And, you know, you can beat Brock and it not hurt Brock. Especially yeah. oh, like this, where it's not like, you know, I took you down. It's like, a, you know, a quick roll-up of like, what the heck happened? Kind yeah. of thing. And especially when he does something like tonight, when he just attacked Cody again. So yeah. Spoiler on next week, folks. Yeah. We'll get into it. Um, but the winner is Cody Rhodes to close out the show. Backlash. I enjoyed the pay-per-view. I thought it was good. Having a really hot crowd like that helps also even... I mean, none of the matches were bad. Yeah, Hanley, so it just I thought that was a great it actually. To it. Um, seven matches. Uh, it was. Fun. It was only like what two and a half hours, three hours. Two to uh, it got over at eleven, three hours. Three hours, yeah. Eight to eleven, yeah. It's pretty good. Uh, um, but Tim, if you want to take us out with a classic show of the week, that wraps up this episode. Well, we did talk before the show about keeping uh, it, you know kind of in the uh, in the theme of the week so we you know you did a backlash review so the classic show of the week is going to be a backlash um this is backlash 2002 now very interesting time in wrestling it's a lot of crossover from uh the attitude era into what became the ruthless aggression era so let's check out some of these matches it's so weird uh jeff hardy versus brock lesnar you have scott hall uh, versus Bradshaw. You have uh, Hollywood Hulk Hogan versus Triple H. A billion Chuck versus Al Snow and Maven, and the Undertaker versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Eddie Guerrero versus Rob Van Dam, and Edge versus Kurt Angle. Uh, and then Trish and Jazz, and then uh, Billy Kidman and Tajiri. So I mean, it's a pretty stacked. That's a good pick review. Yeah, it's a really it's a really stacked card, and it's a really interesting time because it's like a little bit of like the end of the Attitude Era and the beginnings of the what would become the the real ruthless aggression era. Like if you know now before we go, before we go, I forgot to mention. Thank God, I did, right. I did, I did say hi to James Ellsworth last night <laughs> at oh, that's right, the concert I went to. <laughs> Um, I was waiting outside after the show ended, and I see this guy with no chin walking by, and you're like James Ellsworth, like black back hair. I mean, I follow him on Instagram, and 
He was with his wife, so I recognized him. And he's like, I follow him on Instagram, and then I followed him to the parking lot. <laughs> he was walking by, and I was just like, I was with the guys that I went with. I mean, I didn't really bother him. I just said, hey, Ellsworth. And I don't know why I lied to him. I said, hey, Ellsworth, big fan. <laughs> I don't know why I lied to him. And he, he just looks at me and goes, he's a huh. And I was just like, all right, fucking dick. I get it. It's 1030. You're like, not anymore. Unfollow. I get it. You know, it's 1030. Hey, Ellsworth. You suck. I should have been like, hey, man. If he's like, like, I was like, maybe he's in a bad mood. Like, keep your chin up. Uh, (laughs) But I did see him. uh, Super random. (laughs) Super random, but... even even if it's like a wrestler that you hate, wouldn't it be cool to see them out in public? Just like, oh shit, yeah. You know what's funny, Andy, is you w- met the lamest wrestler possible. Like, there's not many people that could be more lamer <laughs> than that dude, and uh, he was still a dick. That's what's hilarious. It's like a guy who's an absolute nobody couldn't even give you a simple fist bump, but then me and you meet the road dog <laughs> at an airport, and he's like the nicest guy ever. James Oldworth sucks. Well, it's like I didn't go up to him and ask for a picture. He was like literally on the street. I was on the sidewalk. And I said, hey, Ellsworth, big fan. Not even a thanks. Thanks, man. He said, right. He said, oh, sorry, dude. I can't give you a. I can't uh, say hi to you. I was just like, all right. I was like, never liked you anyway. (laughs) I'm glad AJ. You should have said your chin on AJ's class. You should have said you should have said, hey Ellsworth, you fucking jobber, you're nothing. You're stealing money from Vince every time you showed up in the ring. You fucking jobber scrub. God, I hope this doesn't get back to him, but I hope you do. What's he got? Damn jobber Ellsworth. It was cool to see someone that, you know, has been in that world and that I've actually watched for EWA or MCW a few more times, you jobber. <laughs> All right. Let's take us out, Tim. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope everybody has a good week except for the jobber. Um... <laughs> except for you, Ellsworth. <laughs> yeah. When you're a dick, but you have nothing to be a dick about. All right. Uh, is that how we're taking this out? <laughs> if that wraps it up. No, I was like, is that it? Is it? Yeah, that should be the end of the show. Well, if that wraps it up, thank you so much for joining us. We can't wait to be back next week where we will be not talking about any jobbers anymore, uh, especially James Ellsworth. That'll be the last time we'll be mentioning the jobber's name on this program. Join us next week. We love you all. Hey, Ellsworth, you're a damn jobber. (laughs) 